the Louis Bellina Show. Lunchtime. Lunchtime, thanks to Rudy's Barbecue. The Louis Bellina Show, hour number two. The Louis Bellina Show presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. Two remarkable businesses. One, just great family. That's right. One family both owns, runs B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. And the quality, commitment, it, I love local people. More motivated. We don't sit there and go, well, this market's off, but we're up in two others. No, we care about the here, the now, this door, because that's our life. Big fan. 979-693-1150. The number's important because, you know, each week, and generally it's on Monday, and I do know today is Wednesday, Potluck Wednesday. I'm very aware, but I'm mixing it up. Each week we do Key 2, thanks to Griffin Locksmith, where they offer 24-hour emergency service. Today, in our final hour together, lunchtime, it's a simple, what is the key to the A&M softball season slash postseason? They have four games left in the regular. SEC weekend ahead, Houston in the midweek, by weekend, SEC tournament, NCAA tournament. This is a team that has beaten top 10 teams in a best at three on the road in SEC play. This is a team that stunningly got swept by a nobody team on the road. They've shown flashes of everything, both good and maybe not so good. It's been a fascinating year one for AM softball head coach Trisha Ford. So, Heading into the postseason, SEC tournament, NCAA tournament, what is the key to success, key to making a run? Remember, Coach Schlossnagel went to Omaha in his first year. No, Coach Ford does not have to go to Oklahoma City, but we know it's possible. You know, Coach Schlossnagel brought in half of, you know, half a dozen, you know, two handfuls of transfers just like Coach Ford did. And you can make that run. Will they? Can they? What what has to happen to get to OKC? Win you a regional and maybe a super two. Because it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I got plenty of good examples that could support that. And then there's on the other side of the ledger that says, no way. So, if you would like to win a family four-pack to Moody Gardens, because you know I reward participation, right? Yes, Lou, you do. Thank you. You tell me the key to Aggie softball postseason, and it's brought to you by Griffin Locksmith, Griffin Locksmith each week, key to. Griffin Locksmith offers automotive key and remote origination, duplication and programming. If you've lost the key or remote to your vehicle, if you just need a spare, Griffin Locksmith can help. Give them a call at 822-2705, 822-2705. Text me to key to the Aggie softball postseason. Oh, I got something tricky for you. Sign with your email address. I know, I know, challenging, right? Lou, how daring. Email me your key to the Aggie softball postseason. 
sign it with your email address, and you might win that family four-pack to Moody Gardens. Or if you don't want to even win, you just want to play along. What is the key to the Aggie softball postseason? I will reveal mine at the end. Let's have a little fun. This morning, I got an email, and this email revealed this list of stadiums, international, North America, list of both. And I'll give you an example of lists. The most stunning sports venues in the world. The most beautiful. You know, there's a formula. Too boring. You wouldn't care of the formula, the methodology they used. But the most stunning sports venues. That's one of the categories, by the way. And you'll see why I bring this up. But as Griaia Stadium in Kandy, Sri Lanka, ended up winning. It only seats 10,300. Small little stadium. 10,300 capacity. You know, according to the methodology came up, the answer was of the most stunning sports venue in the world. Colorado's Folsom Field ended up number two. Lavelle Edwards Stadium, Utah, number three. And you know the SEC, it all just means more. Even beauty in stadiums just mean more. You had Athens, Georgia, Sanford Stadium, Go Dogs at seven. Tuscaloosa, Bryant-Denny Stadium at eight. Roll Tide. And Jordan-Hare Stadium, Auburn, go Tigers, at 10. Three of the top 10 most beautiful, stunning sports stadiums were SEC, SEC. I could get Athens. How Alabama? There's nothing wrong, but, and this is in the world, not North America, not in the SEC, not not in college football. If Tuscaloosa, Bryant Denny's the eighth most stunning, we got to build better stadiums, more beautiful stadiums. I've been more than once, toured more than once. It's awesome, Alabama, Bryant Denny, but in the world, I'm going to put this forth, and you know I wouldn't say it unless I mean it. I don't pander, I don't play to the crowd. The new renovated Cal Field, the outside of it, I think is beautiful. I don't know about in the world, but I don't care about in the world. I care about my Saturday in Aggieland. I love the statues they put up. I love the walk up. I it's think about what Cal Field was and is as far as that experience goes. I think it's gorgeous. Cal Field inside, I think it's it's. Great's a strong word. Can I say very, very, very good? Like excellent? I dig the DJ. Sorry, I know. Bad take, Lou. No, I dig the DJ, the LED boards, uh, all the modernization. But let us be honest. Do you feel like Aggie football games have lost their soul? Because anytime you do a yell, it's so unique that it reminds you you're in Aggieland immediately. So I don't know. I do think that uh, the whole outside and all is 
It's just simple stuff like the steps and all. Look, the number one drawback is always going to be color scheme. And it's not because it's maroon. It's because everything not maroon ends up being, what, khaki? There's only so much excitement you can pack into that color. But the in general, all of it, the flowers, the designs, everything around the stadium, I think is quite epic and beautiful. The next category, they did go most stunning. uh, Oh, no. The next category, I'm trying to think my way through, was, I forget. So we're going to skip to the category I cared about. Period. It was the most insta. Oh, thank you. The next category was the most Instagrammable, gradable, Instagrammable stadiums in the world. Most Instagrammable Instagram stadiums in the world. Number one, Barcelona, Spain. Camp, and if I say the names wrong, I haven't been to Barcelona recently. Camp New. Number two was my guess for number one. The UK, London, Wembley Stadium. And number three, we go to Milan, Italy, San Siro Stadium. Those are the three most Instagrammable, Instagrammed in the world. When we looked at just North America, most Instagram stadiums. Dodger Stadium was one. MetLife Stadium, two. And Mexico counts as North America. So Estado Azteca was three. But right there at number eight, College Station, Texas, United States, North America, Kyle Field, United States, North America. Kyle Field was the eighth most Instagrammed stadium in North America. And maybe that ties into what I said about the exterior and that experience and just the statues that they put up and all. And yeah, could be. But the eighth most Instagrammed, Instagrammable stadium in North America Kyle Field. It's only beat out by one other football and uh, Neyland Stadium, Knoxville is seven while A&M is eight and they're barely separated. LSU was nine, Tiger Stadium. The Corn Gangsters, Lincoln, Nebraska popped up at 10. So college football, again, with the SEC where it just means more, SEC at seven, eight, nine of the most Instagrammed, Instagrammable stadiums in North. America. I thought it was fun. Thought it was something to share. I do love all the changes made with Kyle Field. I love them passionately. We'll be back. It is the Louis Bellina Show. I'm live inside the Charles Schwab studio. The Louis Bellina Show presented by BNB Automotive and Superior Auto Service. You can call or you can text me. Enter action participation encouraged even rewarded why it's fun 979-693-1150 that is the number to call that is the number to text if you call smoothie king hotline awaits 
Smoothie King has two locations that I continuously recommend because they have the drive-thru. When you use the app, you use the drive-thru. It's quick. It's easy. It is convenient. Smoothie King. You got the Smoothie King location, H-E-B. It's in front of it, College Station. Used to live there. But then they opened up the H-E... They opened up the Smoothie King. That's uh, down from Scott and White, down from Row House. Has a drive-thru. Use the app. Use the drive-thru. Quick, easy, convenient. Yeah, Smoothie King. So, we can talk. Call 979-693-1150. And of course, I know you can text... 979-693-1150. The Texas Mobile and Lube Express inbox. Quite busy. Monday through Friday is 11 to 2. Texas Mobile and Lube Express owned by Gabriel Garcia. Landon texted and said, Monterey Soccer Stadium is pretty awesome. Peruna is going for that lock of the Aggie softball postseason. How do they get through the regional, the super? Do they get to OKC? How do they make a run? And the lock of is brought to you by Griffin Locksmith. Smith? Each week on the Louis Bolina Show. It doesn't matter if it's your home or business. If you're having trouble with your locks, it's never fun. And you can contact Griffin Locksmith. And yes, they can come to you. They perform commercial, residential, automotive lock, rekeying, repair, and replacement. Call Griffin Locksmith with your next... Not just emergency, but any lock or key need, 822-2705. And Peruna texted, Louie, as with any sport that has a bat and a ball, pitching is the key. I almost hope not, even though I think you're probably true, because AM's pitching has been so variable, it's just freakish. Like, they go into a weekend, and you'll see... Dominant, dominant, shelled for five runs. Same, you know, that's one pitcher over a weekend. And over three appearances, I could see dominant, dominant, not effective. But, I mean, they get nuked when they get nuked. There's the, there's not enough middle ground sometimes. But, all right, Peruna, thank you. David in Cyprus. Let's see. Um, I don't understand Alabama and Auburn being on the list. Neither of those stadiums even come close to Kyle Field. And again, there's different lists, but you're talking about the most stunning, uh, maybe most beautiful, but it's the most stunning stadiums. And Colorado was on there. And yeah, Bryant, Denny, Auburn, Hare were on that. And I've been to all of them, including Colorado. You know, Colorado... If you do want to make an argument for Boulder and the stadium, the drive up, the fresh air, there is a view involved, maybe. Oh, David Cypress said Alabama and Auburn specifically. He didn't mention Colorado. I could see why Folsom Field, maybe. But Bryant Denny, and especially Auburn, I don't see the magic. Now, when you say they don't come close to Kyle Field, not so fast. Alabama, Kyle Field, I don't know. That's a tough, mm, mm, I don't know. I could say maybe they're equal in their epicness, but but not even close, I think, is inaccurate. Uh, Yeah, I'd have to vote now. It's inaccurate. But I'll say that. (laughs) 
I don't know if you've ever been to Alabama, the campus, or maybe not just Alabama, the stadium, if you've made the trip. I've been to both, all the above, and toured. And Okay. The University of Alabama, and I don't know if this is true. I can only speak to the last time I was there. Um, it's been a couple, you know, it's been a handful of years now, to be honest with you. But, and I was talking to a member of their athletic department who, so this isn't a story. I just, someone told me randomly on the street corner with an empty liquor bottle in their hand. This was okay. They're obsessed with landscaping and the whole campus is like manicured daily, weekly, you know, just continuously. Because it was so odd. I mean, it was noticeable when we were walking the campus. And I just said to this Bama person, I go, hey, what's the deal with the grass, man? Is it even real? And he explained that is uh, an investment of the university. It's an investment of the university. But it's an obsession. Landscaping, manicuring even, I'd call it, of the grass there. Let us, Louis Bellina show, hi, hello. Let us go diamond, pros. Astro snapped the Rays' 14-game winning streak. Rays had started the year winning 14 straight home games. And Luis Garcia threw a gem, three hits over six innings. He was phenomenal. This is the first time that the Rays had been shut out. Astros won 5-0, and the Astros put up all five in the top of five. So even the series... Look, the Astros are finishing the stretch where they face Toronto to start last week. Playoff team. Atlanta over the weekend swept them, favorite in the NL, and now they're facing the best team in baseball as of right now, Tampa Bay, and they're even at a game apiece. So 5-0-W for the Astros yesterday. Did you know? Only three teams had a longer home win streak. The 1880 Chicago White Stockings, who eventually became the Chicago Cubs, have the MLB record for the longest season opening home win streak with 21. The 1886, yeah, you notice how far back we're going? The 1886 Detroit Wolverines had an 18-game stretch. And the 1884 St. Louis Maroons of the Union Association won 16 in a row to start the year. Yes, all three streaks longer than the Rays 14 this year are from the 1800s. The Wolverines. Come on, man. Go X-Men. Wolverines. The Texas Rangers... Now that everyone's asking, are they for real? The Texas Rangers are face planting. They've lost two straight to Cincinnati, rallying from ahead both times to face plant against the Reds. This time, the Rangers were up 6 0, end of six. So this game's over. 
6-0, end of six. Yesterday, my MLB expert, Joe Sheehan of the Joe Sheehan Newsletter, explained that the secret to the Rangers' start has been their bullpen. He also said it wasn't sustainable, but the secret was the bullpen. Hey, in these two losses to the gnarly, rotten Reds, come from ahead losses, what has failed horribly? Bullpen, my friend. A run in the seventh. Six in the bottom of the eighth. Seven, six. Reds come back all the way back for the dub. Martin Perez was brilliant. Six and a third, one run. It was not earned. The bullpen, they brought in, and I guess at the time when they're up 6-0, you're trying to use certain relievers to buy yourself some time. Maybe you should pull him before the whole game craters. That did not happen. And for the second straight night, the Rangers have rallied from ahead to lose to the Reds. That's embarrassing. Justin Verlander is going to make a rehab start for the New York Mets on Friday. After, during the start, if he's all good, guess what? His next start will be for the New York Mets. I know he's not an Astro anymore. I don't care. I will be rooting for him. What he did for the Houston organization by being the ace so the other pitchers could be in his shadow and grow up behind him in just being the rock and the stability. Sure, postseason-wise, I know he wasn't the ace, but how about those other six months of the year? And again, the Astros are pulling up people like Fromber and Valdez and Urquides and Garcia when they're like 19 years old. That first World Series run, when you know they blow the lead in Verlander's start and he comes back from the locker room when that game's about to spiral out and you just saw him at the end there. And it wasn't just the let's go but giving them the confidence to go. So I'm a Verlander fan for everything he did for the Astros. I don't want... Okay, I want to face him in the World Series, Mets-Astros, and then they can beat him three times if need be. But I, I'm a big fan of him and what he did, as I have said. So let's step aside. We'll definitely return. Look, I'm giving away a family four-pack of tickets to Moody Gardens. Now, they're good for the next three weekends. Next three weekends. But they're like a $500 value. They get you into all three of the diamonds and the 3Ds, 4Ds. And I haven't read the back of the tickets in a while, but they're epic. Like I said, they're about a $500 value. What a trip for you and the family. Text me, answer, key to Aggie softball postseason and finish by signing your email address and you're registered. You have a chance. I'm going to blind draw at one o'clock. So you're running out of time because one o'clock. Text me the key to the Aggie softball postseason. You'll be registered for the key to and key to always, always brought to you by Griffin Locksmith. They offer 24 hour emergency service. You can call them at 822 2705. It is the Louis Belita Show. It is presented by BB Automotive and Superior Auto Service. You know, a couple of times a month, we head out to the Smoothie King hotline and we get to hang out with Alan Ward of Brigadoon 
Brewery. My brother, how's your world? Hey, my world's rocking and rolling. <laughs> I kind of laugh at that. I know you're a big fan of rock oh. and roll. I, you know, I like most music. Uh, I'm a my. When you look at my playlist, you would see a plethora of styles. You know, you say a plethora. Tell me what you got on your playlist that's not in the classic rock guitars crunching universe. Go for it. Oh, you know, go a lot, a lot, a lot of Celtic music. Uh, country and western, both country and western, by the way. We got both uh, kind here country yeah, and yeah. western. A little hair belly fonting along the way there, a little island music. Uh, I, I, I go all over the place. Did you know that Harry Belafonte passed away yesterday? Yes, he did. And, you know, shame on me. I thought he passed away a couple of years ago, and I'm glad he had it for his sake. But, no, I, I didn't realize that until yesterday. I saw that. I said, well, I thought he died last year, year before. He was 93, I think. 96, like I think. 96, yeah. You know, yeah. you make 96, you're doing good. That, that's, a good that's a good run. And he was a great guy, great activist, fantastic music, uh, and just a good all-around all nice guy. From what I, guess. I never met him, but that's what I've heard. Everybody, I think, in the universe has heard some version of, you know, the boat song. Some, everybody, oh, yeah. whether, whether they heard him original or the 7.2 million um, remakes of it. I think somebody's, everybody has heard some version. Yeah, most folks don't realize that's a political song, actually. They don't, they don't listen to the words, what it means, but uh, it's a good, good rhythm to it. Yes, it does. Now, Alan Ward, besides being Mr. Music, is also like Mr. Beer. He's a brewmaster of Brigadoon Brewery. And each month, we you know, visit with him a couple of times. And one of those times, it's the monthly beer recommendations. If you ever want to look back, you forget what we said. And everybody forgets what I say. I forget what I say. You can go to BrigadoonBrewery.com. BrigadoonBrewery.com. And not only will you find this month's recommendations, but they're archived. You can find other month recommendations too. You can be sitting around going, man, I want a great beer. I'm just tired of being bored with my beer, drinking the same thing. Check out BrigadoonBrewery.com. Alan, let us look at April. Your beer reviews. Dripping Springs, Texas, an American IPA from the Family Business Beer Company. Love that name with a passion. Comic Cowboy. Yeah, this, this beer kind of surprised me. I have not, have, not have, have not had many beers from Family Business Company, only because they're not available in my area very often. <clears throat> but I was in Hill Country about a few weeks ago, and this is a really nice American IPA style, kind of a east coast style with it it's got some pineapple grapefruit smells to it nice little pine odor to it, a little in the end there great head retention and this one is is a great great flavor i, I enjoyed it a lot i gave it a 4-2 overall it's 7 percent alcohol and 69 ibus but the ibus weren't too harsh they're they a mellow ipu i really enjoyed this beer now for you you're an ipa guy yes no yes and what what okay compared to other ipas because that's like one of the keys you enjoyed the beer so the beer stands on its own compared to other ipas what might make it different or tastier or recommendable uh, well to me it it, it it falls right in the line of american ipas and that it's not too harsh uh and it's not too high in alcohol content it's that seven percent range in there and 69 is not that horrible it's not like uh, uh 60 minutes or 90 minutes from uh from uh um Brewdog. It, it's more like uh, uh, our car from uh, St. Arnold's, <clears throat> something like that. And to me, a good IPA can go with almost everything. It doesn't ruin your taste buds to it. So this is a, just a pleasant experience. It was crisp. It was clear. It rolled off the tongue, but yet it didn't wipe your mouth out. Excellent. So Comic Cowboy, 
family business beer company, an IPA to begin with. Could you explain for a moment, you know, not everybody hangs out with us each time, your grading scale and system? Because you have different categories on style, look, smell, taste, mouthfeel. And when you add it up, you get your total rating. How do you grade? What is that scale? Well, I look at a five-point scale. You can pick any scale. It doesn't really matter what scale you pick out. But, you know, one to five gives you enough numbers to work with without being astronomical in calculations and everything. So on style, is it to what it should be? And if I may not like a beer, but if it's brewed the way it's supposed to be, is it a chocolate cake? It should be a chocolate cake. It's not a cherry cake. That, that's on style. How does it look? Is it clear? Is it is an appetizing look? Does it look like it should? Uh, for example, a wheat beer would be hazy. But a pilsner should be clear. So does it look like it's supposed to look? Does it smell? Does it have that smell of that style or category? Does it smell like a chocolate cake or does it smell like a strawberry cake? And if it's chocolate cake, it should smell like chocolate. And then how does it taste? How does that flavor go across your tongue? And how does it feel? How do your senses feel across the top and back and middle? Are you getting sour, sweet, salty, whatever in there? And then mouthfeel. How does it feel in your mouth? It should feel like a beer. Now, some styles should feel thicker. And, you know, pilsners should be thinner in mouthfeel. And I got those all together, and then divide by five, and you get a total rating. My arbitrary thoughts, uh, and I will tell people you should try and kind of compare your, your palate to mine. And then try a beer more than once. I've had beers that I've tried places that didn't taste like anything, and I tried it somewhere else again, I liked it. So try a beer more than once at a different place if you don't like it. But that gives you a good overall rating for it, and it gives you a standard to, to kind of follow. Could you explain one of those? Uh, you said it should feel the way a beer should feel. Could you go a little deeper in that? Cause I have a feeling there's quite a few people that went, Whoa, wait, 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 what, how's a beer supposed to feel? Okay. Well, it, it depends on the style. Uh, if you're looking at a Pilsner, it should be light in body. It should be thin. It should feel kind of like water, water feels across your mouth. Whereas if you're going to a, a really, really dark, heavy stout, uh, you might want to have something a little thicker, more like a um, molasses feel or, uh, you know, like a gravy feel, a little thicker mouth feel to it. And then depending on the beer style, it could vary across the pattern there. And, and mouth feel is very, very important. People don't really realize that, but you really do judge a lot by how it feels in your mouth. You don't want your uh, pudding to taste like rocks or feel like rocks in your mouth. And you, don't want, you don't want your steak to taste like pudding feels. Fair enough. Beer needs – I. I, I guarantee you 99% of non-brewers are just non, I don't know, hardcores, just don't think of it that way. We just drink it, and it needs to be liquidy, whatever that category would be. But I follow yeah. along with what you're saying because of the style of beer. Back to your monthly beer recommendations. Alan Ward, Brigadoon Brewery, hanging out with us on the Smoothie King Hotline. We check in with them a couple of times a month. Next up. And I'm sorry, I saw this and I got a little giggly and happy and, you know, Chester King Brewing, legendary brewery in the state of Texas for sours, located in Austin. I get it. Stout Russian Imperial Black Metal. I've been drinking beer long enough. I remember Black Metal and I'll let you take the story from there. Yeah, Black Metal came out in 2011 and when it came out. Uh, it was one of my favorite stouts out in the market. It was Russian Imperial Stout. It's about the same time we started brewing Black Plague. But it was a really great 
Russian Imperial Stout. And then they decided to do some sours at the uh, Jester King Brewery. Now, there's a difference of opinion, and I've heard different views from different people who work there. But basically, they started making sours in 2013. And at that point, they got, got an infection in the brewery. And people don't understand sours. You actually infect the beer with a, an off flavor, and the ye- off flavor yeast that causes it to change flavor and sour. And if you're not careful, the problem with sours is it takes over the brewery. And that's what happened to Jester King. They could not produce anything but sours there. Uh, it was, uh, if you like sours, great. They produce a great sour. I'm not a sour fan personally. I know it's infected with, with, with a bacteria in there. And I didn't, I don't like those. So fast forward, it's black metal has been out on the market. What I call black metal for most well, since 2012, roughly in the 2012, I came across it. I had heard rumors that they were building another brewery. I had heard in the distance calls of the wolves and the, and, and the howling in the background mm-hmm. that they were coming back. And I finally found a candidate in the wild and it is back. And to my memory, it tastes as good as it did before. Of course, you know, it's 2011. It's a little way back in the, in the history there, but this is a great quality, um, Russian Imperial stout. It's I, got good malt grown in Texas. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Louis. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, no. Oh, it's got Texas Imperial grown malt. It's got a good caramel brown chocolate smell to it. It's made with a little British uh, uh, Belgium candy, I'm sorry, and a British ale yeast. It pours great with chocolate aroma, thick filling. And if you like stouts, uh, and if you like Black Plague, find the can of black metal in the market and, and buy it. I give it a 4.1. Uh, it, it, it's not as good as I remember it being, but, you know, we always remember Christmas being better last year than it was this year. Do we know if this is limited time or full you know, is is black metal back for good? Uh, when I gather, it's back to good. They built another brewery, another uh, building on the property, uh, and they're very cognizant of what what caused the problem to start with. And they was they said done intentionally. Now they're intentionally brewing other beers year round. So if you get a chance to go out and see them in Austin, they got a nice facility out there. They've got a second brew house now, one for regular year round ales, and then one for sour ales, the old brew house. So this should be back. Uh, you know, barring anything and change, of course, but this should be a, a year-round ongoing uh, development. And they've got other beers, too, available out there, too. Just awesome. Next up, Blanco, Texas, a a style of beer I'm a big uh, fan of, a Kolsch from Real Ale Brewing, the Cruiser Laidback Kolsch. Yeah, this is a nice Kolsch because it's a 4.5 when uh, 11 IBUs, which a Kolsch shouldn't be very hoppy. You don't want to taste the hops in, the, in a Kolsch. It's a fermented lower temperature range with an ale yeast. It's got a nice characteristic of aroma of melon, uh, a slight low, low bitterness to it. And to me, Kolsch's are great for Texas because it's a good hot weather beer. And to this, it, you know, this is a beer you enjoy on a 75 degree to 85 degree day outside. I gave it a 4.0 across the board. It's a really decent across the board Kolsch. Next up, and again, you got three beers on here that set off my Lou beer radar. A dry Irish stout from Longmont, Longmount, Colorado, Left Hand Brewery, a dry Irish stout nitro. Yeah, I've had this before on tap on Nitro, and it was really a good beer. I was surprised to see it in the can, and what they've done is 
grum out that nitro style and open the can up the nitrogen is released by an option inside there uh this is a full body stout got nice chocolate coffee aromas to it hint of graham cracker in the background there uh the oats provide a nice smooth flavor texture to it and the nitrogen keeps that rich body in it uh it's made with black two row black barley chocolate malt and rolled munich malt and oats um this again it's 4.3 uh percent alcohol ibus are probably in the in the nine or six they don't really list them and it's not a matter it's not important they're there they don't particularly participate i give it a 4.0 overall this is a really good cold weather beer to me this is the beer i want to have when it's cold outside next up by the way you can check out all the recommendations you can if you forget relook look them up or you can check out any from any month because alan archives them you can check out the beer recommendations at brigadoonbrewery.com b-r-i-g-a-n-d-o-o-n brigadoonbrewery.com for the april and more beer recommendations next up we go all the way to houston texas a japanese rice lager from a brewery i've never heard of in houston equal parts brewing called kaizen equal parts brewing has been around for about three years now i believe maybe four i've lost track of time lately uh and they're it's called the, the old founders, days yeah the founder of that is actually a, a, a brewer from st arnold's uh rice lagers from japan i'm not a big fan of the style to me i like uh rice uh wine and i like lagers to me it's not a great combination i gave them a 3.09 overall it's it's got a good combination of rice pilsner malt vienna malt the enzymes that allowed to sugar out, out of the rice it's it's got sapphire and ella hops into it uh it's it's a decent on style for a rice uh, lager out of Japan. And if you like rice lagers, this is one you should try. It's got a sweet, nice, it's, a, it's got a good finish to it. Nice warm weather beer. Nice. Okay. We got to finish. We got one more. And by the way, this isn't all of them. Alan, you went on a drinking spree for April. It's a lot of rec. I love this. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan. But the final one, because you had been searching. Maybe, I don't know if it's quite your white whale of beer, but you had been searching for years. And finally, from New, what, Glarus, Wisconsin, you found a farmhouse ale from New Glarus Brewing called Spotted Cow. Yeah, Spotted Cow by New Glarus Brewing is the um, the hard-to-find holy grail of all beers. It's only available in Wisconsin. And if you're a beer drinker, you've been around very long, you probably have heard of it at least. I had heard of it but never had one. And I was happened to be uh, out of the state in Minnesota for a while at a brewing uh, uh, education course. And a person from the packaging line at New Glarus brought some of this with them. Uh, and we had a chance to experience Nirvana. It, it's a fantastic beer. I'm not a farmhouse Ooh. style ale kind of guy, but this is a really nice beer. It is really nice to the farmers. It's got a full flavor to it. It's got an explosion inside a slight hop field to 18 degrees. The hops kind of participate, but not overtake it. It's a blend of Pilsner malt with wheat and caramel malt. The water's out of the well from the brewery. It's got a different flavor to it, uh, and it's got a sauce hop finish to it. It's fermentation. It's like a German ale. Uh, this, if you're a beer drinker, Spotted Cow is is one you have to visit before you die. Spotted Cow from New Glarus, G-L-A-R-U-S Brewing from Wisconsin. Again, you can look it up at brigadoonbrewery.com, brigadoonbrewery.com. Two others, if you go to brigadoonbrewery.com, you can get the beer recommendation for. It's a blueberry 
Blueberry Blonde from Galveston Bay Brewing and also an espresso martini from Crook and Marker LLC. Go to brigadoonbrewery.com and you can check out the beer right up. Again, broken down in all the categories, plus also the words you hear here. Uh, Alan is also wrote there at brigadoonbrewery.com. Alan! Thank you always, dude. You've got me excited because I don't know if you know this. I print out these lists so that I can like, you know, read them at home and then search for them myself. And I'm going to make a spotted cow journey. I'm going to make it my goal and mission. You need to go to Wisconsin. It is a fantastic beer. I was going to bring some home. I had two of them. They didn't make it past my two day drive home. Uh, but <laughs> You I, drank them. Just I, say it. You drank them. I drank them. For science. For science, I drank them. I will be going back to Wisconsin, though, probably in the next year, and I will bring some home. It is a, a really good beer, and I was glad I had a chance to try it. That is just awesome. I mean, it's the most perfect thing. Of course, you drank them. I mean, if you'd have done anything else, I think I'd have been disappointed. Alan. Exactly. Be amazing. Have an awesome time. Thank you always. Love visiting with you, and we'll check in with you down the road, brother. Take care, Brewery. Look forward to having a call with you soon. Oh, let's do that. Be good, man. Alan Ward, Brigadoon Brewery on the Smoothie King Hotline. We check in. We hang out a couple of times a month. I'm telling you, this man, it's about beer. It's always about beer. And that's why we hang. That's why we talk. I think we're lucky to be able to hang out with him here on the Louis Bellina Show. Presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. At Gold Star Barber Studio, sometimes people get a little confused and they hear the word barber and they think, well, I can get a haircut, maybe a shave. It's a barber studio. Well, they not only offer traditional barbering services, but also the latest style in men and women's haircuts and designs. Yes, in designs. That's Gold Star Barber Studio located Longmire Drive, Gold Star Barber Studio. They got three locations. I just always went to the Longmire Drive one because I always got business in that center there. But they have three locations in College Station. They got another one in Caldwell. So there's one somewhere near you. By the way, the original addiction with Gold Star Barber Studio for me, and it wasn't just that hot towel shave in which I fell asleep even though a dude had a razor at my throat. But that's how... Oh, it was awesome, right? But it was the no-wait concept where I could go online at goldstarbarberstudio.com and make my appointment. Don't ever wait again. Make your appointment now at goldstarbarberstudio.com. We're kind of out of time, and it makes me sad. It does. Some of the keys to the Aggie softball season, let me share as we're running out of time. Solid pitching hits at the key time. Standard stuff. Uh, The one that we instantly deleted was outscore your opponent. That's not even trying. Coaching is the lock. And then they said batting order and pitching rotation. So they actually mentioned every single part of the game is the key. That's not even trying. 979-693-1150. Each week we do key two. And last week was key to the Aggie baseball reaching their goals which I had super regional men, and it just depended on what you had. And this week, the key to the Aggie softball postseason, they have four games left in the regular season. Three games, SEC weekend, 
final for them. And then midweek Houston, bye week on the final weekend. Postseason begins with the SEC tournament, then the NCAA tournament, where I think they're just going to be shipped to Austin as uh, most likely the two seed, could be the three seed. Doesn't matter if you're the two or the three, does it? And the key two is brought to you by Griffin Locksmith. They're a full-service locksmith company and hardware store. They're located at 500 Sulphur Springs Road in Bryan. They, Griffin Locksmith, they're located near the Villa Maria HEB, two blocks off of Texas Avenue. And you can always call Griffin Locksmith whether you have an emergency, they offer 24-hour assistance, or you just have a question. You can call Griffin Locksmith at 979 822 27 Zero five. Look, I'm out of here. Studio 12 Live from 12th Man Productions is next. Then you got Paul Feinbaum at 2 o'clock. Chip Howard's got your back at 4. The Trisha Ford Coaches Show at 6. Astros Baseball, thanks to Kelly Burt Dozer, joined in progress at 7. Peace, everybody.